Oh, man, I hate Mondays. Nah, man, it's Tuesday. Wait, 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 what day is it? You know what day it is. Tuesday. Bruise Day Tuesday. Oh, fuck yeah! Grab a cold one. It's Bruise Day Tuesday. Brought to you by the Cellar and Six Pack Store. Here's Drez and Big Nate. Bruise Day Tuesday. Indeed, brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. My name is Drez. Big Nate sitting across from me. We're popping tops on a Tuesday because, well, it just seems like the type of day that you should uh, drink. Well, uh, I mean, today has been gorgeous, too. Like, we have locked out. Yeah, yesterday was really nice as well. Uh, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll take it. It doesn't feel pre- – it feels pretty decent I, for I, February 7th. Uh, I, in, I was looking RV. ahead at the forecast. It's supposed to hit up to 62 tomorrow, and I think 60 is my threshold. Like, once that's officially in the forecast, I break the shorts back out. But it's a full spring is what I'm told by my wife who folds the laundry. Stop wearing these shorts. What are you doing? I, I don't know, man. It's, I want to be comfortable. Well, Puxatani Phil said six more weeks of winter, didn't he? He did. But he, and he's always wrong. <laughs> so, His track record's I think not great. It's not great. So, well, uh, I, I would like to, and, and I, it probably exists out there, but the, the data of Puxatani Phil versus like the nation's leading meteorologists, I wonder how often that's a precursor. Because, well, I mean, the other thing is like he's up there in near Philadelphia and their winters are always crazy anyway. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure. But g- kind of going along the theme of warm weather, we have the Tropicannon uh, series from Heavy Seas. This is a 12-pack, s- I guess, that I spotted at the grocery store. So it's a variety pack, different flavors. I just popped the Pina Colada IPA, which uh, on the back here, uh, Heavy Seas, Fearless, Bold, Independent. Pineapple and coconut dominate this exciting variation of our Tropicannon IPA. Tropicannon Pina Colada IPA is the perfect refreshing beer to escape your day. Just can't get caught in the rain. <laughs> I see what they did there. 7.25% ABV. That's one of the things I do like about the, I guess, Tropicannon and there's the Loose Cannon, which I think is just their IPA kind of deal. I know there's like barrel aged versions of that and stuff. Uh, and then there was just Tropicannon, which I try to remember what the original just Tropicannon flavor was. It was a tropical kind I of I think one. it was just a tropical IPA. So, you but, mean, it, that's the one where you kind of just lump all your, like, hops that taste like grapefruit in and call it a day. Well, this one is obviously they're branching out with this 12-pack in series. They're trying a lot of different uh, fruity flavors. And this one is going to be obviously pineapple and coconut, which I don't know now, if that goes but, good with an IPA, but, but we'll before see. Before you sip. Oh man! Do you actually like pina coladas? No, not really. Because like I can, I can smell that over here. Yeah, this is very aromatic of a beer. I mean the the nose on this. I mean I could smell it when I just popped it, and now that I've poured it in the glass and really can, it's you know, it's opening up the nose uh, to a interesting. Uh, I mean it. It's got the nose on it. It smells like a pina colada. I can tell you that right now, which, it again... definitely smells like a pina colada. Not a huge fan of that beverage, but, you know, you never know. What, uh... And you got, what was it, the citrus or something? Yeah, we got the Tropicannon Citrus IPA. Tropicannon, the unbound wanderer with a sense of adventure, a refreshingly fruity citrusy twist on an American IPA. Its bold citrus flavor will set you adrift 
and a tropical paradise, of course, it being a series. 7.25 ABV, and uh, it's got this handy-dandy Puerto Rico, protect the environment, do not litter on the side. I don't know why the Puerto Rico's there. No, I I actually, I saw that, I noticed that on mine. Yeah, Puerto Rico, protect the environment, do not litter. I know that Heavy Seas is out of Baltimore, so I'm not too sure what the Puerto Rican reference is about. Uh, Is it because, are they assuming... You know, these are such tropical drinks that maybe, maybe is that where this originated, this series, and they're really shipping it down to Puerto Rico and the I, tropics? It, it's possible. This could also be like a grassroots campaign for Puerto Rico to be the 51st state. I don't know. It, it, it's very. <laughs> that's how they're odd. doing it. They get my vote to. Uh, <laughs> you, you, we ratified. give you beer. You vote for us to be a state. Win-win, and I'll take it. Hmm. Interesting. It's all very interesting. <laughs> It is all very interesting here uh, on Bruce Day Tuesday. So, yeah, I mean, I, got, I grabbed this one because, again, we needed a show. And uh, I, I do like when you can come across one of those 12 packs. They have 15 packs now where it's like they'll just do, you know, you get, I guess, five, three of five different types of beers and stuff. Um, and whenever I come across one where if I if it's all IPAs and – I mostly haven't had them, and the ones that I have had are solid. Then to me, that's that's an easy grab, easy decision. Now these ones were it was a bit of a roll of the dice because I don't think I've had any of these flavors of Tropicannons, but I'm familiar with Heavy Seas. I like their loose cannon. I like their Tropicannons. So I, I figured I'd roll the dice. Right now, I'm feeling it might have been craps, but we'll see. The other flavors, <laughs> snake this, eyes. Damn it! Out of all the flavors uh, that were in there, you know, obviously we still got two more to go, but. Uh, I feel like the one that you have, the citrus, is the one I thought I felt most confident about. Uh, the pina colada was going to be a stretch, and then I think the one coming up might be even more so. But it could work. You, you never know. Looking at the flavors, I, I, I think there is a decent one in both rounds. Um, we'll address the what I think is decent in the in, in the next round. But variety packs were a very foundational brick in my exploration of beer. That was kind of how I got my start was just variety packs, trying anything and everything. And still to this day, I, I do love the variety pack. I love when you can go into a place like the cellar and make your own variety oh, pack. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the, uh, that's the like ideal that's, situation. Yeah. Build your own. And I'm also someone who very much so would have done the exact same thing as you and grabbed this just based on packaging alone. Um, I do like Heavy Seas beer. I don't know that I'm as confident in how I'm going to score these things yeah, as I'm, I should be. Yeah, I, I also I wonder if it is, I mean, I, I alluded to like, oh yeah, we were having nice warmer weather, but it's still February. I mean, this is, I, I got a feeling these beers are meant to be drinking like on a tropical, on a beach. Like you want warm weather with these. And I, I feel like that can certainly play into uh, your rating of a your beer. mindset, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, is is your environment, and if it's the right beer for the right environment. Which, in this case, you know, drinking this poolside will probably taste a little bit better than drinking it in a cold bear studio. Just saying. And, and you know, that would certainly cover the smell of chlorine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Without question about that. But it also kind of uh, themed. Somewhat well, because uh, I did just get back from Miami uh, over the weekend. Me and BB went down there for uh, her birthday, had a little fun in the sun, although 
It was actually more rain uh, once our <laughs> birthday rolled around on the weekend, which kind of sucked. But um, well, but it was good. She's trip. Scottish by nature, so naturally there'd be some rain. She was just happy that it wasn't. It was seventy degrees in rain. <laughs> it was warm rain. And not, yeah, it was warmer. Rain. Not yeah. freezing rain. Yeah, we uh, we went for a rainy, very windy run uh, down there, and we were crossing this bridge, and the wind was so gnarly. I said to her after the run, I don't know if I've ever ran through wind that bad. Maybe I have, but I couldn't think of it in recent memory. Like I was that thing. It was crazy. It was, uh, it was very, very windy. So yeah, I, I know a little bit about the genesis of, of this whole trip to Miami. Was the run found first or the trip to Miami planned first? The trip to Miami was definitely because the run wasn't even like a organized run. We just went out. Running, running basically yeah okay. we just went so yeah it was definitely a organized trip she had like a work conference thing and i was able to tag along and um it also worked out great because i got to uh got to finally meet rover rover and b2 we got to go and grab a drink which was cool okay um, i didn't know that that's you weren't listening cool he gave me hell. he actually gave me a shout out yesterday morning uh, uh for shout out me and uh me and my bb for getting down there and and um and checking in with him which was really cool so so yeah, so that was fun. Um, got to go to a delicious dinner. Uh, we had duck. Or was it called? Pink Pinking duck or something? I don't Peking know. Peking duck? Peking duck. I've never had it before, but Kirsty had had it before. She said that this was way better than she's ever had. So okay. it was good stuff. It was all Miami prices, of course. So it was a very expensive e- uh, weekend. We, in fact, last night added up all of our Ubers and Lyfts. And it was exactly about the range that I thought it would be, which was a good amount. Uh, it made us wonder if we should have rented a car. <laughs> but then you had to deal with parking and stuff, I guess, and, you know, not drinking or whatever. But it was, uh, it was a Miami ain't cheap, but it was good. They also, uh, uh, word of words of the wise, I guess, because it's such a tourist area, they, every place includes, the tip 18% was standard. A couple of them was 20% already on the bill. And only once did I have like the server or whoever pointed out. So mm. just word to the wise, Interesting. word to the wise. If you go to Miami, you don't just don't double tip, look at the bill and chances are you're already tipping 18 or 20%. That's, you know what? Having worked food service, I, I feel like that's kind of shady. It's a little shady. I understand why they do it because, you know, if they get tourists that don't tip or whatever, but it should be made clear for those that are not tourists. It really should just be made clear. It, they it, really should just absolutely. pay their servers. They pay their servers to, a living we should wage. just never have to tip, but that's not the way of the world. Oh, it gets me so frustrated. Yeah. That, that's a regular argument anytime we go out to eat. That's well, a, why am I subsidizing their shady hiring practices? Well, and, and speaking of Rover, I know that... Uh, on yesterday's show, I believe it was too, because he was talking about, and I, I, I can back him up saying how eighteen and twenty percent, and now, now they just now you're supposed to tip everywhere because everywhere that has this new service, it's like it's set up, and it was you know fifteen, eighteen, twenty down there, it's like eighteen, twenty, twenty five, and it's like you don't even have a chance, like you, you just you have to click it or whatever, I, or you go to custom, and it's a, such a pain. In I went, I hate that. We went to a local bowling alley on Sunday. I'm not going to call out the bowling alley because I don't think it's fair to the employees and the hard work they do. We were just renting our lane and our shoes. And tip, I swear to God, it tip. asked if I wanted to tip. 
Yeah, they that's everything now. What? No. I should be able to book this online. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's uh that's the standard now. They just everything everybody wants a tip. Everybody I wants used to tip. work at McDonald's. Did you get tips? No, I made a hourly wage that was not slave wages. And uh, people would always try and tip. We were at the McDonald's beside a bar, and I would always just try and like point them like, look, I can't take this money off of you. Just put it in the uh, Ronald McDonald house box and oh, we'll yeah. call it a day. Right. So at least it was going well, to a good nice. cause. But I'm just waiting for McDonald's to like hop on that. Uh, we don't have to pay our employees a damn thing. Yeah, well, the other, thing, that, the other thing that's been driving me crazy about going out and uh, – you know, it's diff- like now the ones that we're talking about where it's like, okay, oh yeah. And then they'll flip it over and then you got to do it right there when they're standing. You go out to restaurants now and they just break, they have this machine and they just do it right in front of you and flip it over at you and expect you to like do the tip so right awkward. there when they're standing there. Yeah. And it's so, so awkward. And I usually, and I'm the kind of guy that I like to, I do the 20% and then I round up the change to yep. make it an even dollar. And then, so now I'm sitting there and I, there's all this pressure. I got to try and do math. Like, yeah, I don't, it's too much. I don't like it. I don't like it. And I, frankly, you probably would have gotten a bigger tip if you let me do my math and stuff. But now I'm just going to, I'll just click the button, I guess, and be done with it. Another one I've noticed is restaurants locally have started putting percentage recommended tips, suggested tips, suggested. 15, 20, That's 25. That's fine if you want to suggest it, whatever. They almost always are wrong, though. Oh, because they include the tax? Mathematically. They include the tax. Or, like, we run into situations where, like, it, it'll be a situation where we've got, like, a gift certificate. So they, like, do it after a gift certificate. That's not how that's supposed to work. Just give me the full total. I yeah, will tip accordingly. That's not fair. Yeah, that's that's fair. But I didn't realize this. So, okay, so BB, she's Scottish. They don't tip over there. So my realization and criticism of tipping has changed since I've met her. She thinks, obviously, I tip too much. You know, this is the way it is. But she brought up a great point because my entire life, I always looked at the final bill and then did the 20% and round up. I should not be tipping on tax. That's That was something that she brought up that I thought was a very fair point. You should tip on the pre-taxed amount. I do tip on tax. I do too. I and did I'm for forever. I'm not going to stop. Mm-mm. I see her point, and I see your point. Um, it's a soul-sucking job, though. People are just absolutely ridiculous, and ultimately, it's going to cost you what? So, like, on a, on a high bill, tax is probably about $3, so it's going to cost you, what, $0.60? Cents? Okay, and then multiply that by how many times you're going to go out that year and how many times. I mean, like, it adds up. It adds up, and it's just a principle of the matter. It's already messed up that they're... You know, well, having I'm, to do it this system, it's because of the system that they're in the situation to begin with. And we're going to tax on the, we're I, tipping on the tax. I really wish Huck were here for this conversation. I'd love to. Because there, there's this. so much, I mean, I get taxed to make money, I get taxed to spend money, I get taxed to own property. Let me make a server's day okay. a little bit better because I know nine times out of 10, they're not having a great day. So that that sixty cents that adds up to probably about what fifteen bucks a year max, I can eat that. I bet it adds up more than that. Well, if I if you don't add up, confront me with if math, you bad up all, oh, 
BB's an accountant. She she will confront you with math out till the cows come home, my my gentleman. Yeah, I don't know. We could talk about this for hours, but uh, right now we need to get back to the beer, the Tropicanon Pina Colada IPA. Um, got me wanting to go to on vacation where tipping is not uh, expected of you, and you can just uh, you know it's all inclusive. That would be really nice, a nice resort where I could just keep ordering these and it's all just taken care of. Um, Pina Colada, not my favorite drink i would prefer it not to be in my ipa um this is i'll give it credit the air the, you drank it it's uh, i drank it i was thirsty oh, pardon me i wanted a beer uh this is one where I, I i might have to preface how i break it down on the untapped scale which is how we rate our beers dredge drinks is my handle uh big nate danger sitting across from me so in my mind a three it's not a very good score of a beer. A three is a beer that's drinkable, but uh, not a preference. Not I wouldn't. I wouldn't reach for it. I would grab something else for sure. If it's anything less than a three, then chances are I would just maybe decline it, unless I really need a beer or want a beer or drink something. So, with that being said, I'd say this falls right on that three category. Maybe even a. Yeah, I'd say it's probably three. It's definitely drinkable. I could finish this. And I wouldn't complain, but uh, this is this is the this might be the worst heavy seas beer. I could I could probably honestly say that. this is probably my least favorite heavy seas beer I've ever had yet. Yet, yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, Homer Simpson. Um, what are your thoughts on the citrus? Is it better? Uh, is it or is it around the same boat? Well, you think based on your facial expressions through drinking that and the description and the smell, um, this is going to score higher. But it's your scale versus my scale. I think we have different scales as well. I like citrus. So, yeah. I like beer. Oh. I like IPAs. Just two out of three of those are probably why I'm on this show. But uh, <laughs> it's decent. It's not great. Um, I don't think this is anything to necessarily write home about and tell all your friends to go run and buy. But it's passable. If I were at a party and, you know, it was this or a... Bush light. I'm oh, going to grab this. Yeah, of course. If it were this or a something I haven't had, like maybe, or, or something I have had regularly, like uh, uh, the Sierra Nevada uh, Pale Ale or any of those, I might grab it and try it. I would recommend that you do, but it's not reinventing the wheel. It's worth, a citrus IPA. It's worth a try. It's worth a try. Um, it's not going to score very high. It It, it is just doing the basics of what an IPA should do. 375. All right, there you go. Uh, We'll see if the beers get better uh, with the different flavors as we have another round of the Tropicana Pina Colada, or excuse me, IPA series. I had the Pina Colada. He had the citrus. Uh, We're going to go, I don't even, I know what one of them is because I'm dreading it. I might throw that one your way since I got the Pina Colada on this one. But we'll uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll get back with the tunes and then get back to the drinking on 105.3 The Bear. Stick around.